Welcome to Coffee with James on this Wednesday morning, the 1st of September, a spring day, the first day of spring, a time where you can stop, a time where you can take time out from your day to reflect and be enriched from the book of Philippians. Today we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 to 16, and I've got I've got my coffee, got my flat white today, uh, maybe you want to drink tea, maybe you're walking as you listen to this. But we're going to keep looking at a book that's all about joy and rejoicing. Paul, he's, he's in chains. His world's been, I, I suppose, his world is shocking. What he's going through is, is could be difficult. And, and as Christians, it's the church at Philippi that are concerned for him as he is in chains in Rome. And he writes this book and he thanks them for partnering in the gospel with them. But he also talks about the joy that he has in Jesus. And so today we're going to keep looking at chapter 2. Yesterday I asked a question is, how do we stand firm in an antagonistic world? Or how do we stand firm in a hostile world? Or what will be our response to Jesus? In the context of this book that Paul's writing, he's just told the church at Philippi, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. So how do we... How do we respond? Well, we'll see. Then, he, then Paul paints out this beautiful picture of Jesus, Jesus who humbled himself, who was obedient to death on a cross. And therefore, then we have this big moment where then for God exalted him. And then we have this, therefore, my dear friends. And so we need to come to today's text, having that in the back of our mind. But also having in the back of our mind, chapter 1, where it says, stand firm. How do we stand firm? How do we respond to this glorious good news of Jesus? How do you respond to the truth of the gospel? Well, I want to share today that it's, it's who are you will shape how you respond. Who are you in this moment? And, and Paul goes on here to say, live out who you are. Live out who it is to be a child of God. They're actually, it's a little bit shocking, these verses, in, in light of the 21st century Australia. How are we, I think there's a profound words for us today, how are we to live in this moment as followers of Jesus? How are we to live? Like, we're in lockdown. People are homeschooling. Um, the government's struggling. You may be feeling like Australia's changing and you think, oh man, is this terrible? What am I meant to do? And, and before long you start finding yourself talking about it and grumbling and and talking with others and you find yourself negative and it's just this talk that soon spirals down and it's, it's always sharing articles or, or bits of news that seem that yeah, everything's not so good. How are we to respond in that moment as children of God? How are we to respond in that world? How are we to respond in light of the gospel of verses 6 to 11 of chapter 2? If you're wondering what the noise in the background, well, the garbage trucks just turned up. But who, who are we? Let's have a look. Verse 14 of chapter 2 says, and this is interesting. Like You wouldn't expect Paul to say this. He's just told us yesterday, work out your salvation. Work it out. Work out what God's doing because God is working in you. And what's God doing? He's making you more like Christ. So work that out. Work out what the gospel is. Keep getting deeper into it. Work out your salvation because God is at work in, in you. And then he says, 
these words. Now, I wasn't expecting these words. Verse 14. Do everything. It doesn't say some things, but do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. And then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Were you expecting those words, do everything without grumbling? And, but why do we live like that? Because it's who we are as children of God. Grumbling. We're not to be grumblers. We're not to be arguers. Why? Because it's who we are. See, grumbling comes from self-centered, inward-lookingness. It comes from a heart pursuing self-interests. It plays itself out as a complainer. It should have been this or it should have been that. They should have said this or they should have done it this way. It's unbalanced criticism. It's being impatient about something that is not fully understood. But it's not only that, it's also arguing as well. Now you might go, I'm glad I'm not an arguer. You, know, don't, you don't externalize it. But arguing can also happen internally, can't it? You can be someone who's silent in public, but yet internally your mind is constantly arguing. We, it's... This picture, if, if we understand who Jesus is, that he humbled and he was obedient to death and he's exalted, it, it leads us that in this moment that we're in that we don't need to crumble. It seems random though, doesn't it? But Paul shares it for a reason because he wants to contrast. He's actually contrasting behavior. He's contrasting the behavior of a child of God who's working at their salvation because God is working in them He's contrasting that behavior to the world of those who are in darkness. As a contrast, the world crumbles, the world grumbles, the world complains, the world, the world argues, but those who are united with Christ, they, they don't have to grumble in anything. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Why? Because we shine as lights. It seems random, but I think in the context a little bit also, this arguing and grumbling is, it's possibly in the book of Philippians, there's a bit of disunity between some leaders in the church. There seems to be a bit of disunity between the congregation and the leaders. And here it's, it's saying, don't grumble against your leaders. But it's even deeper, isn't it? It's just in all our relationships. How easy is it at the moment for us to grumble, to grumble about the politicians? How easy could it be to grumble about leadership in a church? Or how easy could it be just to grumble about those around you in your life group? Now, it's, it's, the, it's easy for me to say, do not grumble. It's easy for that to come out of my mouth. But I know the reality in my own heart that it's, 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 it's easy to say, but it is really hard not to. But we are people who shine. What's In this moment... What stands out? Non-grumblers. See, how do we shine as lights in this world? Do everything without grumbling or without arguing. Now that stands out. See, right at the moment, we're in a moment where we could be in the spotlight as Christians, as a church, we could be in the spotlight. How are we going to shine? Are we going to be seen as people who grumble? 
Or are we going to be seen as people who do everything without grumbling? Being content shines in this moment. Being content shines in a self-absorbing, self-promoting world. Let's shine as lights because Jesus didn't grumble or argue as he went to the cross. Let's, let, let's work out our salvation as God works in us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. And Father, I pray now that we'll grasp and understand who Jesus is more clearly so that we delight in you, that we'll be lights, men and women who love to delight in you and who are not grumblers. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow for Coffee with James. Mm -hmm.